It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon Scott again. The Washington Wizards, the injury-depleted Washington Wizards, that is, fall to the Indiana Pacers tonight, 121-111. Also, tonight, we are going to do a recap of this game. Also, we are going to do a preview of the L.A. Clippers game. As you know, John Wall is back in the 202. So, TGIF, thank God it's Friday. I'm going to keep it short and simple tonight, and then we're going to do some questions at the end. Next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon Scott, again. I'm rolling solo tonight. Thanks for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So the Washington Wizards drop a winnable game, in my opinion, 121-111 in Indiana. So the question for y'all tonight is, what loss is game? Are we feeling the heat from the injuries? Or is West's rotations looking a little sketchy? So going into the game, looking at the starting five. Monte Morris and Kispert both had slow nights tonight. Um, Monte Morris scoring seven points, Kispert eight. But Denny, 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 the defense was on point tonight. There was a couple times tonight where he was actually defending Miles Turner and he held his own. So defense was, was tight tonight. Uh, again, he's struggling from the three. You know, the shot just ain't there yet, but he did contribute 14 points, nine rebounds. So Denny had a better night tonight and obviously we call this you know anytime uh bradley bills out this team is a lot more fluid the ball movements a lot more fluid and people like denny and Rui, when he's not injured they have better nights so but the the stars tonight were two-thirds of the big three kyle kuzma 27 points and christop Przingis 29 points they were rocking tonight Przingis was high flying tonight catching alley-oops doing his thing tonight so again before we get into the bench uh, again, uh, injuries. We're dealing with injuries tonight. Bradley Bell was out. Rui is out. DeLon Wright is, you know, he is starting to work five on five. He's starting to get closer to a return. They have not determined a return yet, but he is getting closer. So that is good news. But Will the Thrill Barton was out tonight. So we were definitely testing the depth tonight. If we look at the bench, uh, Taj Gibson and Anthony Gill were non-factors. But Jordan Goodwin, man, and man, I'm trying to tell you, this brother can play some basketball. 19 points, five steals. The defense, the energy, died for loose balls. He was he was rocking tonight. And you can't say enough about the drive of Jordan Goodwin. 
Uh, Gafford, some points, but he was still his usual self, dominated in the paint. You know, he had a nice block. Let's see here. I, I put down the block they had in the first quarter, man, <laughs> on uh, on Benedict Matherin. He, you know, he, he continues to play better if given minutes. So, man, some factors real quick. Like I said, we're going to keep it short and simple tonight, y'all, because I know it's Friday. I appreciate everybody tuning in. Um, definitely, I know it's beer 30, so work with your boy tonight. Um, so, again, the bench, you know, two players, they, they ran essentially. I mean, if you look at the non-fact play of Taj Gibson and, and Anthony Gill, they ran really a seven-man rotation. Now, you know, it's nine-man with, with Gibson and Gill, but they were non-factors. So, how did we lose this game, you ask? Well, you know, it's the usual suspects. You know, usual suspects. Rebounding was an issue tonight. Second chance points. You know, we, we continue to struggle rebounding. <sighs> defense. Defense, again, is an issue. Ro you know, rotational defense. The, a lot of mismatches tonight. You know, Miles Turner was capitalizing a lot of mismatches. A lot of guards were guarding Miles Turner. It's just that it comes with, it has to do a lot with communication. We have a poor communication really on both ends, but we are struggling so much on the defensive end with communication. You know, transition. This team can run. Now, in the first half, we did actually outscore them with, uh, with um fast break points so we tried to keep pace but they're just you know tyrus halliburton is just he's a high flyer man he can he can push the pace and buddy hill you know again these two they cooked us tonight you know perimeter defense is an issue like it always is you know perimeter defense buddy hill you know we called it for keys to victory me and uh me and ed the last episode that they had to defend the paint they had to defend the perimeter and they struggled to do both you know the, the perimeter defense continues to kill this team and this is a big reason why we are catching else and that's just my humble opinion but you know a couple more stats to look at uh field goal percentage we shot 53 percent uh three-point percentage 35 percent but we only shot 10 three-pointers i mean again you got to hit those open shots especially three-pointers you have to hit those open three-pointers continues to be an issue uh free throws 19 for 25 now you're probably saying oh you know the six points but look with a team like the indiana pacers a team that we should beat should want to beat you know they are kind of playing over their expectations this season, but they are a young team who are going to challenge people. So if you know, if we're serious about being a playoff team or playing a team really with a with a loaded Eastern Conference, we have to beat teams like the Indiana Pacers. So six points, you know, those are points you need in a close game. So, you know, that that is my takeaways from this game. This, you know, and these issues we have that keep getting these, you know, getting us these losses. We have to get better defensively. And that goes on. West, man. You know, there's two things I'm going to get on West about real quick. Two things. Excuse me. Number one, you are a defensive-minded coach. Why are we struggling on defense? He has to get better. You know, he's got to figure this out because, you know, it's getting to the point where we are running thin with assets to try to build around Bill, one, and two, to match players in the system, defensive players. You're running out of draft picks. You know, it's getting to the deadline, and it's just at this point in your second year, you, you can't still be trying to find yourself with, with your defense. It's just the defense is atrocious. You know, it was only 10 points, but again, I think this is a winnable game. You know, if we are better on defense, we win this game. So, you know, West continues to just struggle. I don't know if it's a scheme. I don't know if it's the, you don't have the right players for the system, but it's, it's got to get better. It's, it's got to be better. Um, second, his rotations. You know, his rotations were terrible going to the fourth quarter. You know, he waited. I think he took uh, KP out towards the end of the, the third. No, I mean, you want your starters in the, in the fourth quarter. You know, he's he, rotations continue to be an issue with Wes Unseld, and it's just it's, it's noticeable. He's being, out, he's being out coached. You know, Rick Carlisle's been in the game for a minute. 
you know, formerly of, you know, the Dallas Mavericks, but now with the Indiana Pacers, you know, he is a coach who knows how to coach. And he, you know, West, he got out coached time and time again, he gets out coached. And it's just, it's, <laughs> it shows, you know, if you want to beat the Washington Wizards, it's, it's easy. You know, you got to out coach West, which as a second year head coach, it's sad to say, it's not hard to do. And two, zone the Wizards, forced them to shoot. Now, there wasn't too much of a zone. I mean, they just kind of let us shoot. But one thing I would say positive about this game before I move on, um, driving the lane. Kyle Kuzma, you know, they, they drove the lane a lot better than that, you know, and it led to open shooters. So, really, it's just a, a tale of the tape, man. You know, I think this is a winnable game. Again, defense comes to bite us. Three-point shots. Again, it's not the percentage tonight. It's the low amount of attempts. Ten attempts, I, you know, you got to shoot more than that. Because they were they were giving us that shot, so you know you got to hit open shots. If they're going to give it to you, take it. So before we move on, because coming up, I'm going to go over a preview of the Clippers game tomorrow night, and we're going to get in some questions, maybe three or five questions at the end, and then I'm gonna let everybody have their beer Thursday, <laughs> beer Thursday, beer Friday, start popping open the beers, man. So before we move on, tonight's episode is brought to you by Masterclass. Masterclass offers classes on a wide variety of topics, all taught by world-class instructors at the top of their fields. Each class is broken into individual video lessons, usually around 10 minutes long. Members can explore at their own pace. And each class is supported by downloadable materials, class guides, recipes, and more. Masterclass is accessible on your phone, web, smart TV, and available via audio mode. So listen to classes on the go. You can find all available classes at masterclass.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Um, and our second spot of the night is LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You can be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn Job helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NBA. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So we're going to do a little preview. Tomorrow night, the LA Clippers come to town. Now, usually that's just a normal game. but a old friend comes back in town, and that is John Wall. That's right. J-Dub, number two, the longtime Wizards point guard. Now, you're probably wondering, if you don't already know, why is this the first time being in front of fans? Well, after the Westbrook trade, the 2020-2021 uh, season, obviously we're dealing with the COVID pandemic, so there was no fans with his one year in Houston. The next season, obviously, they, they kept him out because they, they felt, I guess they felt he was – 
you know, there wasn't there was a lot of reasons, but I guess they felt that he was going to mess up the chemistry of the young core of the rebuilding in Houston. So he didn't play. So this year, his first year with the Clippers, matching him up with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. So, you know, obviously people are going to show out. He was much loved in D.C. He was very, very loved in D.C. He was actually my favorite player. You know, he was very loved in D.C. So tomorrow night he will be back home. So look at the preview. Uh, Reggie Jackson is hurt. So look at that point guard. John Wall will be starting for the L.A. Clippers. <laughs> so that that's just gonna be that's gonna be weird, man. You know, like I said, he's gonna get a lot of love. He's gonna get a loud ovation, man. He's he's just, you know, and because he's he's still much loved in DC. So he will be starting at point. So how does Monte Morris match up with John Wall? He's gonna have his hands full. This is a revenge game. Look, John Wall's gonna come out ready to play. He's gonna push the pace. He's gonna do what he does, man. So Monte, look, he's gonna you're you're gonna is there really stopping him? No, I don't think Monte, and I don't know if they well, you can't really say they're going to put Denny on him because, look, you got at the two guard, you got Paul George. So at the three, Kawhi Leonard. At the four, Marcus Morris Sr. And at the five, Zubic. So this is a formidable L.A. Clippers team. They can play some ball. So, you know, we're going to have a hands full tomorrow night. We really are. You know, outside of John Wall and his revenge game, because, look, he's going he's gonna to come out trying to skunk his team. He is. Because there was a lot of bad blood on his way out. So he, he, Look, he's going to look to skunk this team. But Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, how do you game plan against these two? Who do you put on them? Do you put – and that's that's a question, that, you know, hey, you know, definitely comment below. Who would you put on Kawhi Leonard or who would you put on Paul George? Is Kispert up to the task guarding Paul George? I don't know. We're going to see. Uh, look at the injuries. Uh, definitely there, there could be a lot of updates between now and tomorrow night. Uh, Bradley Bill out, Rui out, DeLon Wright out. So I think out of the four players – we have out, I think, the most likely to play tomorrow night would be Will Barton. But, you know, how does he respond? But looking back at the Clippers starting five, you know, Marcus Morris Sr., you know, the brother of former wizard Markeith Morris. He's he's a physical four. So, you know, how does he match up with Kuz? And looking at the five, Zubish can he, can he can rebound and he can protect the paint. So, you know, rebounding is definitely something that needs to be shored up. So we're going to move into – my keys to victory. I've got three to four of them real quick. One, three-point shooting. Shoot high percentage, three-point shots, and you got to hit the open ones, right? And you got to shoot more than 10. You got to take good quality, high percentage, three-point shots. Shots, period, high percentage. You know, stop, hold on to the ball, and launching it. And it was better tonight. You didn't see a whole lot of that tonight. And the ball movement was fluid. But uh, number two, defense. Defense, the whole shebang. You know, we've got to get back in transition paint-wise. Is Zubic a, a big that's going to really lock down offensively the paint? No, but John Wall is going to drive. <laughs> you already know. John Wall is going to drive the paint. You know, Paul George, you know, Kawhi Leonard, you know, they're going to test his paint because obviously, look, if you look at basketball, driving a lane is going to open up shooters. And Paul George and Kawhi, and Kawhi can shoot. They can shoot the rock. So, and going back to defense, Paint defense, perimeter defense, defense, defensive communication. Again, tonight we struggle with defensive communication. You know, Miles Turner took advantage of mismatches. And number three, fluid ball movement. Kawhi can defend. If they're smart, they're going to run a zone. That's the calling card of how to beat this team. Run a zone. Run a zone. That's how you beat the Washington Wizards and now Coach West. So, we, you know, we've got – how do you defeat the zone, especially with this team? Well – 
we've got to have fluid ball movement. And, you know, you saw good ball movement tonight. You know, I'm not, I hate to get back to the Patriots' loss, but I think it was a winnable game. So if you hope to beat a very, very good Clippers team, especially without your star player in Bradley Bill, it, it, has, it starts with ball movement. And leadership from Kyle Kuzma and KP. They stepped up tonight. Again, 29 points, 27 points, Kuzma and KP. So, you know, they stepped up. They continue to step up in the absence of Bradley Bill. And this is why, you know, looking into the trade deadline and going into the offseason, there's a lot of questions because Kyle Kuzma and Christopher Singers have shown the ability to carry the load when Bradley Bill's out. So, you know, it's, it's going to be it's going to be a tough one. So, again, tomorrow night, Brad, oh, not Bradley Bill. Hopefully you'll be there. But John Wall, John Wall is back in a 202. So, definitely check out the game and was hopefully get this dubbed tomorrow night. But before we move on, two comments tonight. Tonight's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, soccer, and esports. You got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Again, thank you guys for listening to Locked On Wizards tonight. Make your next listen, Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and a take of the day. Available on Odyssey app, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. So we're going to get into some comments tonight. Again, I'm rolling solo, so let's have a little bit of fun tonight. Again, I, I'm not going to hold you guys for long because I know it's Friday and everybody's ready to pop the beers open, including myself. So let's get to it. Um, all right, looking at homeboy Drew. Outcoached. We need a coach. Well, man, it's, <laughs> you know, I, I see this a lot, man, you know. And Wes, as a second-year hit coach, it just shows he's been out coached, man. He, he his rotations are still, he's still working on his rotations. You know, he's still working it out as a second-year coach. So, do I necessarily necessarily see any kind of wiggle room for him being moved? Nah, they're gonna roll with him. Now, you know, this this franchise sticks with hit coaches for a while. You know, spec. You know, you can argue a little too long, but you know, especially with his name being connected to the franchise. You know, he at minimum three years he's going to be here. You know, the hit, going into the offseason or going into next season, I think is really that big measuring stick year for West Huntsville because again, he's a second year coach and you know he's never been a head coach before. You know, he's always been an assistant. And while he was known for building up the Denver Nuggets to be a more defensive minded team, it's just not showing the DC. So I, I feel you, bro. You know, <laughs> I definitely feel you, but I, he's not going anywhere. You know, he's just got to he's got to evolve as a coach. He's got to evolve as a coach huh we'll see siva what's up man thanking next game tomorrow open lineup kuz denny kp goodwin and gav Corey's bad on defense and teams are using it he is too soft monte is just okay any thoughts well i can i can see that i i can't see that i can see monte maybe come off the bench and Corey kisper 
I, I'm not. I wouldn't say soft yet. I do. I will say this, man. Um, we do need more dogs in this team. You know, we do need more dogs in this team. But I, I wouldn't pass judgment that he's soft yet. Now, does he need to kind of use his body more in defense and get more aggressive in DC? Uh, DC uh, defense, absolutely, absolutely. But uh, I could definitely gaff. I, I don't see it. You know, KP's they're going to start him. Goodwin is intriguing at point guard. <sighs> Would I play Gaff and KP together? I guess you got to explore. I'm, I'm with the lineup. I, I, I really am. I, I, yeah, I agree with you. I would definitely run that lineup. But will they? No, nah, they're probably going to run Monty out there. So, you know, yeah, I, I can feel it. <laughs> so let's move on to the next one. Let's go. Joshua Cotton. What's going on, man? When is Bill able to be traded? I, I believe it is December 15th. But obviously, there's a lot that goes to that, man. You know, it's just obviously with the no trade clause, he determines where he where he goes. Now, with this team slipping in the standings, because last time I before this game, we were in 11th place in the Eastern Conference, and you know, in another L. So, when do you hit the point where he's going to ask for a trade? That's that's look with that interview coming out, it's obvious fans are, are fans are mad, fans are pissed off, and you have a great look. I include myself. Fans are upset, you know, just for him to come out and say that, especially after the contract, especially with all the shenanigans this season, especially with all the baggage, you know, and not to say that Bradley Bill, Bradley Bill's been incredible for the city, man. You know, just like John was, you know, they, they're incredible for the city. But, you know, looking from a player perspective and looking from, you know, on the court production outside of, you know, outside of court stuff, he's just not playing at the bar. So, you know, you can argue three, four years in a row we had chances to trade him. You know, the previous year when, you know, Golden State had the two picks and you know, we're talking about moving Wiggins and Wiseman, that was a perfect time to move them. You know, we waited and we, you know, signed this crazy contract. So, but you got to believe that with that, with the fan base pissed off at him <laughs> and, and really you don't know what the ownership feels. How's the ownership feel about him saying that? You know, so do, do I see him asking for a trade if the team really, really starts to slip? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you can go on and on about potential, you know, destinations. L.A. is a realistic expectation, you know, especially with his off-the-court endeavors. You know, his, uh, his you know his wife was, I think it was uh, basketball-wise or, or love and hip-hop, one of the shows. But, you know, L.A., you know, seems to be calling him, especially with the Lakers, you know, trying to make a run for a championship and Russ just not being it. So I can see it. So – um, let's move on to more. Let's get it. Ah, there we go. Chimp, what's going on, man? Let's just tank. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think we're all calling for it, man. We're all calling for it. But what is will this team do it? You know, with, with Ted Leonsis saying that he'll never tank, I, I don't get it, man. I just don't get it. Because really, he look, he's gonna have to learn how to. Because if he's really serious about buying the nationals, man, look, the nationals are at least five years away from being serious contenders in major league baseball. I don't know how many of y'all follow baseball but the nationals they, they they have some at least five years so he's gonna have to learn so you know blow it up yeah i think that we definitely need to blow up now if i'm the gm and i have permission from the owner to blow it up yeah absolutely yeah I, i'm moving kp I'm, I'm i'm moving everybody i'm holding on to the young guys and you know what you, and you gotta ask all right what young guy would i hold on to well i would definitely hold on to kispert i think kispert is going to get better you know, you got to see what the value, you know, with, with Rui going to a contract, you know, and Denny and even Johnny Davis, you could move two, maybe three of these young guys. But if I'm the Wizards, man, I'm blowing this thing up. I'm trying, I'm blowing it up. 
you know, I'm letting Bill choose where he wants to go, and I'm sending him there. You know, I'm trying to get what I can, at least a, a pick for Kuzma, and I'm trying to get a pick for KP. I'm starting over. We have to start. We got to start it over. It's, you know, us trying to pretend like Rally Bill's going to do, you know, it's all of a sudden become this guy. You know, we, we've, we've, we've tried it. How many years are we going to try? You know, we, me and E say all the time, man, you know, the very definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. You know, how many years are we going to try? We have to blow this up. Will they? I don't know. You, you're starting to see signs here and there that they might because after the interview, you know, the fans, it was noticeable. The fans were not happy. But also, I mean, how does management? You know, just the fact that they're entertaining offers for coups shows you that, hey, they might be open to blowing this thing up. Because if you look at Wimbenyama, man, or even Scooter Henderson, if you look at this draft period, man, if we can go into this draft maybe with two picks, that is a good foundation to start a rebuild. And if you keep a young guy like Kisper or even one of the two, Rui or Denny, you have a solid foundation to kind of start a rebuild. So now I agree with you, but the question is, are they? And it's just, you know, all signs from the future of the franchise shows no. So we still see. All right, let's see. Uh, we're going to hit a couple more. All right, Richard Ruffin, what's going on, man? How you doing? Keep Coos and KP, trade everyone else, even West. Build with them. They're the only ones consistent. I, I I do agree, and I do want to build around KP and Coos. And you're probably thinking, like, well, brother, you just said you would send them away because ah, it's tough. And the reason it's tough is because you have to trade them. You have no picks. You have no picks. I mean, you know, who do you add? And who do you add to really elevate this team with Kuz and KP being the guys? You know, it's just you have to at this point, I think you have to start from scratch. You know, try to salvage one or two of the young guys, man. But you have to you have to start from scratch. You know, you got to move them. You know, I love KP and I love Kuz, man. I've really grown to like these two guys, man. But, you know, you have to move. them. We have no picks, man. We have no picks. We are struggling, you know. <laughs> so I agree. But in the same time, I disagree because you have to move them. Uh, man, I'm having fun. We might roll in here for a little bit. Uh, let's see. Chimp again. What's up? I like Bill, but he's not the guy. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's safe to say that he's not that guy, man. It's, it's time to let him go to L.A., go to Boston, do what he wants to do, but it's time to rebuild. And I see that as that's a very – if you look at just, you know, just tonight with the comments, but if you look at Bulls Forever, a lot of sites, Twitter, look, most Wizards fans are ready to rebuild. You know, myself included, you know, enough's enough, man. Rebuild. You know, they really, what factors can force it? Well, attendance. Like, attendance is terrible. So, I mean, you know, that's going to start biting, you know, the owner in the pocket, man. You know, now he's not going to hurt too much because of the caps. But again, you know, if you're trying to buy the Nationals, you can't have too many franchises that you, that you own that are struggling, man. You, just, you know, attendance is terrible. You know, I, I think. You're going to get to a point, and I, I really do think this is – I didn't think this the last couple of years, but I do think that we could see a rebuild. Now, you know, the closer we get to the deadline, is going to see whether they're going to blow it up or not. But obviously, Bradley Bill holds all the cards in his pocket. But if I'm Tommy, I'm asking him, where you want to go? <laughs> where you want to go? L.A.'s calling, man. So let's see. Uh, yep, KP start over. Yeah, I mean, most of the same comments, guys. I mean, as they say, y'all, great minds think uh, like – let's see. Oh man, trick. What's going on, man? I don't trust the GM to make the right picks, even though even if they do tank. Well, you know, his GM 
skills as far as drafting is weak. Yeah, I agree. You know, he has struggled with drafting. Well, it's not just Tommy, but again, you you see traces of Tommy in the Ernie Grunfield era because, as you know, he was underneath Ernie. So you do, as far as drafting, you do see a lot of the traces of Ernie. You know, I just, the list goes on to players that we could have brought in this franchise, and then we ended up with John Besley. And again, I really don't want to hear any kind of, you know, skills involved with drafting John Wall and Bradley Bill because, you know, in that position, who else are you going to draft? So, you know, it's just, you know, I'm looking at a lot of comments, y'all. I mean, load up, load up. I, I got you. I'm, I'm with you. Let's see. We're going to do one more, and then we're going to call it a night, y'all. Um, Let's see. Trade some of the young guys for a competent point guard. I could see that. But then there's a lot of decisions that have to be made for that point. If you're going to add a point guard, a competent point guard that's going to elevate his team, then, you know, there's factors that have to be made at that point. You know, is Bill still here? Is Kuz moving? You know, it's we're getting to the end of the line. We really are. We're getting to the end of the line. You know, we, we the picks aren't there. You know, the, these young guys, you know, we tend to overvalue our young guys. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, how many teams are really knocking on our door and really calling us for young guys? Now, Rui, I can see. You know, Miami's been linked to that. Uh, Phoenix, I think, would be a good landing area for Rui. But, you know, Kispert, maybe. Uh, Rui, I don't know, Rui, uh, Denny. You know, <laughs> you know, he's shot, man. You know, his defense is, his defense is elite-level defense, but, you know, who's really trying to get these young guys? It's just, I fear that we're at the end, man. You know, we have no more to give. We have, we don't have any more to give. So it's just, it's a tough position because you got to ask yourself a question. I know a lot of people like Kispert, or not, well, yeah, Kispert, but Kuz and KP. But signing Kuz long term, even if you go into the luxury, even if Ted goes into luxury and you're paying Kuz, Rui, Brad, you know, even if KP and that's his player option, you still got to go beyond that. And if you and if you look at the extension for Gaff, that, that raises more questions. You know, we don't have much wiggle room left. So <laughs> let's get more, a couple more comments, man. Uh, let's go. Corey, what's going on, Corey? The Wizards fan base should go on strike. Well, you know, hey, there's ways to make it hurt, man. You know, as sad as it is to say this, don't go to games. You know, attendance will get to the point where it's going. he's going to feel it. You know, it's sad enough. We have to get our power back as fans. You know, to, I, I do believe to a certain degree that franchises should listen to their fan base. Now, I'm not saying that we should make decisions. Now, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that, you know, they should listen to us. You know, if, if a player is not popular and you're still intent on making him the guy, I don't know what you – because, look, we're the ones who pay these contracts, man. You know, you have to listen to us. And Bradley Bill is just he, – he's – He's just not a popular guy in D.C. these days. Kuz is more popular. He really is in KP. So I can see building around KP, and I can see building around Kuz. But then you got to get rid of it. It's just it's a very, very just messy situation that Tommy's going to have to get out of going into the trade deadline and going to the off season. So we're going to get into just a few more questions. Vlogger, what's going on? Will we ever be released from this purgatory? <laughs> That is a good question. I, I think that's a question we all want to know. It is, it is purgatory. You know, we are we're too bad to really challenge the East, but we're too good to really get these impact picks. And the only way we can survive around the 10th pick is have competency in scouting, and we just don't have that. So we, we really are between a rock and a hard place, man. We really are. It's just 
we don't have the people in place to define these diamonds in the rough. So really, when I say rebuild, we need to rebuild everything. Bring more scouting in here. You know, if you if you want to get an analytics, have that as an option. I'm not saying go 100%, but have options. You know, really, really try to revitalize the scouting and the personnel department in this franchise because we can't continue to just draft guys. These choir boys, man. We got to get some dogs, man. We got to we gotta get the people with attitudes, man. We got we to gotta get some guys with attitudes. Because, you know, look, at every time we had success in this franchise, we had guys with attitudes. John had an attitude, man. Look, John did not play. You know, Markeith. You look at that team. There was attitude. Kelly Obrey, look, <laughs> getting pushed in the playoffs. They didn't take no crap. So we need more dogs. So we're going to do one more question. Corey Thompson, what's going on, man? When being good is not good enough. I'm with you. I'm with you. You know, it's just. I don't know how long we're going to hold on <laughs> to I'll, I'll say this. And I had this conversation with my wife today. Here's the problem, man. If your goal is the plan or to get to the first round and you don't care whether you get to the second or not, that's a problem. That's a loser mentality. Every team in the NBA, your goal should be to win a championship. That's it. That is, that is what your goal is. This disillusion mentality of, you know, I'm cool going to the first round. I don't care if we get blown out. That's a loser mentality. You know, it's just a loser mentality. And that's the problem with this franchise. We are in purgatory. We, we are just, and until we really have an identity, and, I, and that starts, the, and the, the identity starts with rebuild. It starts with a rebuild. So, again, we're going to go ahead and end it there. I appreciate everybody showing love and support tonight. Rolling solo tonight. I appreciate everybody tuning in. I know. You know, carried on a little longer. You know, I know it's Friday night. Everybody ready to pop them beers open. So again, appreciate the love, y'all. So definitely check out me and E on Instagram and Twitter. On game days, we you know we chat back and forth. We talk about the games. So definitely show some love on Twitter and Instagram. Also, we are close to three thousand subscribers on YouTube. So like and subscribe, and definitely comment below and let us know how we're doing. So again, hope everybody has a blessed, blessed weekend. And again, tune in tomorrow night. And I will add this note. Me and Ed are going to the game tomorrow night, so we will be doing the reaction to the Clippers game on Sunday when we react to the next game. So definitely everybody have a blessed weekend and peace. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.